a Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show presented by Maxis Tires and Renthal on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,500 podcasts delivered with over 15 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. As always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast. This is the Lakewood, Colorado MX National Recap. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. JT and Weege will be joining me here shortly to go over uh, kind of what we saw at Lakewood and uh, talk about a lot of things, uh, including, um, yeah, we've got to cover the dog on the podium. I'm going to get into that. I'm sure Weege is going to rip into Justin Cooper and uh and dogs and everything else because he's very angry sometimes about that but we'll, we'll get to that in a little bit flyracing.com please check them out at your local dealer your favorite e-tailer as well they have the le gear that you saw this weekend it, it is out it is available and it's the evo line of stuff so please check that out the formula helmet they got the formula cc going on uh there and uh, these guys absolutely crushed it with that uh from the rion to the uh, conehead eps to the lightweight to the how quiet it is the fly racing formula helmet is the pinnacle in helmet technology so please check those guys out and uh, make your next purchase uh, over at Fly Racing. Renthal.com, whether it's Eli Tomac, the winner, whether it's uh, Team Honda, whatever it is, they use Renthal out there. So many brands uh, use it. So many uh, racers have used Renthal over the year and won championships. It's ridiculous. They have more titles than other competitors combined. It's crazy, right? Over 222 U.S. titles, over 213 world titles. Renthal Factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since the beginning in 1969. With a history full of innovations in engineering and legendary component reliability, Renthal is regarded as the most trusted brand in the pro paddock and the first choice to the world's premier athletes and race teams, Renthal.com. Maxxis Tires, MXSTs, developed by McGrath, are out now. And, of course, the, the SGB Maxxis Kawasaki team has been using Maxxis Tires, whether it's the Scoop Tire or the uh, ITs. They've even been digging up the old ITs for some of the national tracks. Uh, Maxxis.com for more information on that. Make your next choice a, a, a Maxxis and uh, see, what, see what I'm talking about. Ma- mountain bike tires as well, light truck tires, UTV tires, all from the folks at Maxis.com. Uh, thank you to those guys. Uh, thank you to you people for listening. Appreciate it. Let's dive into what Weege and JT had to say about Colorado, yeah? And now, as promised on the Fly Racing Racer X podcast, presented by Maxis and Rental, of course, breaking down what happened at Lakewood and uh, getting to the bottom of it. All three of us were actually there, which is, uh, which is a little bonus for you people. So let's get into it. First up, he is the voice of the uh, Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship Series. He's... Uh, the voice of many things in the sport. He was also um, uh, a big source of discussion last night about a certain podium celebration and his thoughts on it, and we will dive into that publicly on the show. It's Jason Wygan. What's up, Weege? Yeah. What's happening? I think uh, surprises in store. Uh, I will have a take that America will be shocked 
by my take on this. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's something else. I expected this uh, a race tech rant, and uh, we're not going to get that. We'll get to it though. Uh, also on the line from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Please check them out. They had LE gear this weekend, and I had some questions about that as well. It is Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. It's happening. Somebody's playing with coins on this thing, and nobody really knows what it is. And I don't think you guys are playing with coins, but it's a FaceTime thing, or I don't know. But anyways, is anybody doing anything with, like, coins? No. <laughs> Nothing is happening. With, I mean, you know me. Oh, I know. I would be counting them very I know. carefully. I know. It's, 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 uh, just <laughs> deal with it, all right, people? It's better than the phone line audio, so let's get into it. Um, first of all, some sad news to report off the top of the show. Uh, with his performance this weekend... Troll Train is officially eliminated from title contention. I don't believe you. <laughs> I mean, you could do the math, JT. Don't come with me. Don't come to me with facts. Oh. We, we will. We will never say die. It is. We will never surrender. And and, and not only that, we got passed by Jay Coop for 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 third. I mean, now we're fifth. It's it's not good, folks. Right now, so. You know you what? Know, I, if it was a twelve-round series, you would not be eliminated. So it's kind of unfair. It really is. It's I, I put it on MX Sports. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. we're fine. The the Southern California rounds really work in our favor. We'll be good. We'll make up the points this weekend. Okay, fantastic. Good to hear. Uh, we j- lots of debate last week on the show, and we're not going to get too far into this. But I was pretty much justified in all of my takes on the Marvin Muscat Adam Cien Cirillo collision at WW and. The public demanded uh, an apology from JT. We had him on the show. He held strong. You saw the GoPro from Adam Cien Cirillo. Do you change your mind at all? Just to touch on this, to, to go back to a week, any thoughts on, on, on the move and the greasiness after the GoPro? Uh, it does change my perspective a little bit, not on the greasiness, but on the, hey, you're Adam, you're on the inside. You can't let that happen. I mean – and, and by the way, the GoPro perspective is not the actual human eye perspective. It's, it is a little different. It is. So yeah. I, I have to account for that. But judging by the GoPro footage, Adam would have had uh, 0.03 seconds to react to this. Now, JT, I know you're saying riders can feel or hear things, so I don't want to just go by the GoPro. But he certainly had less time to react than I thought he did. So I put a little less of this like, hey, you're on the inside. You should be in control at all times. So I do change a little bit. I'm not going all the way to the other uh, and saying Marvin was just straight dirty or whatever. Not as greasy. <sighs> I, is Rocky playing with coins or something? No, Rocky is not playing with coins. Okay. So anyways, we, 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 we hashed it out on, on, the, uh, on the show, and JT was holding strong still. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm done with the greasy thing. Okay. I'm done with that whole, right. that whole scenario. Right, right. We just have to account for the fact that I do not believe that every opinion that you're seeing from the world is based straight up on the incident itself. I believe there might be a little bit of everybody loves Adam, and as soon as a French rider does anything remotely out of line, they're in hell. So okay, I, I have a feeling that that's slightly painting people's perspective. But, on but that's not with my. That's not painting my perspective. I don't care. No, not yours. Yeah, yeah, but you are yeah. not the only one. Right. That thing. Right, right, right. It was greasy right. or dirty or go back to France or whatever people are saying. Oh, yeah. No, no. Absolutely. Yeah. It's unfortunate, yeah. right? It's, it's, France it's, is pretty cool, though. I, I wouldn't mind going back to France. They got great. How dare you, JT? They got... You're saying this in an election year. How oh. dare you? Yeah. And Mount Rushmore. I, I don't want to live there. And the Mount Rushmore controversy as well. Yeah. JT putting European riders on an American 
Yeah, let's keep let's keep running all those things during the middle of the moto. Those that's really working out. <laughs> you know what? It, first of all, we JT's very upset at this all the time. We've talked about it all, and Kellen Kellen is also. You would think I would yell and scream about this, Weech. You would think, I, I, and I get it. I mean, it's not awesome. I'm not saying this is cool, but you guys, you got to appeal to not just the people that want to. You know, there's there's wives and husbands and and and. and like different classes of people that may want to see stuff like that. I you, don't. They, you think that you think that uh, the motocross Mount Rushmore is appealing to the wives of the sport? Just other people, other things. Uh, listen, I don't want to see it, but I get it. I, I mean, it's, you know, it's Weege's Weege's idea that he wants to try to break up the moto, <laughs> you know, and, and and maybe, you know, yeah, make something a little more interesting. You know, so. you know what they do in the NFL in the middle of the play, like right when the quarterback drops back. They swing to like some sort of Hall of Fame, you know, announcement about which broadcast Hall of Famer is going to get inducted right in the middle of the play. That's what they do. That's odd. Break away. Football goes. Um, the play takes seven seconds, and then there's like thirty seconds between the next play. Uh, you really can't compare. The yeah, it's it's of, apples uh, to oranges. JT, you I agree. cannot you can't. do it. Any, you cannot go in the middle of the action. Can't do it. <laughs> I will argue that to the end of time, you cannot break away from the actual event to go to something that nobody cares about. Okay. Well, JT is a leopard seal in his own way, folks. Steve is known for his maniacal rants, but JT's got some fire in him as well. Right, right. Just so. want the world to know that. Uh, but it just, very it's just a rotation. We, they just rotate from segment that nobody cares about to another segment that nobody cares about, yet it stays consistent that it's during the race. <laughs> I don't know. It's not ideal, but I get it, Weege. So you just keep doing it, Weege, every week. Uh, yes, I will keep doing yes. it. It's my idea. I hit the button. To make <laughs> yeah, play yeah, exactly. Just make sure, hey, make sure when that two-lap card comes out and there's a battle for the weed, you go to something that I could not care less about. Just make sure you stay on that. Okay. I I, I personally will continue yes. to do that. Just make sure you stay yes. on that. Yep, absolutely. Miss the start, jump in two laps deep into the race, and then make <laughs> sure you cut out. <laughs> make sure you jump out with two laps to go into the motocross Mount Rushmore. Look, man, you know how motocross works. It, it, the first couple laps are inconsequential. The best stuff happens mm. midway through. Yeah, you don't no, really no. need yeah. the whole shot of the first lap. 100%. You, I couldn't agree yeah. more. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That's, the, that's the prime time. So, all right. So, there we go. Covered it a little bit. Um, big news out of Colorado was Justin Cooper getting his first win and, and putting a dog on the podium, uh, bringing his dog Thor onto the podium. JT probably doesn't like the dog just for that name. But uh, had, uh, my parents had two dogs named Thor. What do you mean? At the same time, they, or they one died and then no, one oh. passed away, and then okay. they had another one later that was named Thor. Okay, that's kind of weird. Anyways, um, so Weege, you known dog hater, known animal hater, who, who now has a cat, you must have just been disgusted by Cooper's move, just disgusted because Jet Lawrence apparently was. They got into it via social media. At first, I thought it was a joke. I thought they were like buddies and like haha, and then I'm like. As it got progressively more insulting to each other, I'm like, wait, this is for real? That Jet was, you know, very uh, – did not think highly of that move. Um, we I don't want to derail it with their battle here before okay. I get into my thoughts yeah, on okay. the dog. But yeah. I, are, are you, of all people, to be the beacon of podium professionalism, Jet Lawrence? What? Like, right? Isn't DGAF Jet Lawrence's brand? Like, I just unfiltered say and do whatever I want? Like, I, Jet Lawrence. I, I'm with you. Like, you had donuts. You call your brother your sister a bunch of times. There, there's so many th questions I have about Jet Lawrence being Listen, <laughs> upset about there, this. 
they are Australian. And if there's one thing I've learned in this earth, never try to understand an Australian. They're going to constantly surprise you with their takes. Just when you think you got them figured out, right. they're coming at you from a different angle. Right. So, um, Weeds, you must have just, you know, this must have just turned your stomach. No. No, everybody. I hope everybody's sitting down, especially if they're driving right now while you listen to this. Because I'm going to give an important lesson that's more important than just dogs and pets here. And yes, by the way, I'm a cat owner only because I knew if I got a cat, I would prevent my daughter from wanting to get a dog. So I do not have a cat because I want a cat. It's just to prevent a dog from being in my house. And the cat was free. <laughs> Shocker. So, shocking. Yeah. Yes. So on to my take on this. Um, America, we have an election coming up here in exactly one month's time. I'm going to teach you a lesson that we have all either never learned or forgotten. I personally do not like dogs. However, I am willing to recognize that most people do. So I am not going to impose my minority opinion on something and then drop Uzis and flamethrowers and grenades on anyone who disagrees with me. I can understand that my opinion is not the opinion that everybody has. So I don't need to impose my will. Jay Coop likes dogs. I would not bring a dog to the podium if it were me, but if I were him, I would. And second of all, all we ever do is talk about, oh, show some personality. Oh, these guys are vanilla. Oh, these guys are bland. What's the problem? I thought it was awesome. What's the problem? He did something different. You know what? You're right. Personality. I'm Mm -hmm. cool with all of it. Okay. Wow. Because you know what? You know what the best part of all that was? He did it on the podium. It wasn't with two F to go in the moto. Show the personality after the race or before the race. I'm good with it. Leopard seal. JT's upset. Yes. America, listen to what I'm saying. I am willing to realize that my opinion does not have to be the opinion that everyone else on Mm -hmm. earth should have. And they're not all morons and idiots, and they should not be disowned from their country just because they disagree with my personal opinion. That's uh, that's quite a mature take. I I wish more people had that. Um, I think I'm the only one. Okay, we so, have personality okay. on the podium. I can look. I'm starting to get very angry when people use this argument. There is no chance that anyone that was watching that show, who was new to the sport of motocross, saw him with the dog during his podium interview and said, "Oh, this sport is garbage. I'm never <laughs> going to watch it again." There is no chance anyone thought that. Get over yourselves, everybody. Get over yourselves. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. I hate the argument that people use, like, "Oh, really bad look for our sport." But were, really, were, was was that take being shared? <laughs> well, Mathis just shared a, a nice cross section of text throughout the industry. Yeah, that we're, was we're one person com, coming up on my come up on my column on uh, in mm-hmm. observations on Racer Online. Yes. I, I surveyed yep. uh, I don't know uh, 20, 20 people, twenty five people yep. in the industry okay. uh, on anonymous. I promised them anonymity, anonymity, and they they were kind of against it, huh, Weech? Really. Yeah, I did see more against more, more against uh, it. So that's maybe fueling me here a little bit. Um, I'm curious as to what they're. Okay. No, I am just curious as to what what really turned them off to it. Like, what was so off putting? Well, well, how do you feel about it, JT? Oh, I'm good with it. I, I think it's fine. I hear you. What, what's I mean, unless you literally the only person who could possibly have a reason to be upset is if you, the dog was covering up your sponsor logos and your that was brought up. That was brought up. Okay, well, and that's fine. I don't think that's a reason for it to be a bad look for the sport. Uh, so you're saying one person had a yeah. take of like, what if you were the other guys on the podium, and the photo, 
you know, of you holding the the second place trophy. Should have beat him then. Has a has a guy with a dog in it holding it up like it was Lion King, like it was Simba. Um, so and, and should have beat him. And, and I, I I understand that a little bit, but then I looked at it and it was Ferrandis and J Mart, and they don't care because they got eight million podiums between them. Like right. I, I I was thinking like let's say it's somebody's first ever podium and and oh my and then there's a guy holding a dog up like I don't know like maybe your you photo is what whatever I'm just I'm just trying to look at the other side right. Listen. People like dogs. I love dogs. There's no way anyone watched that. Right. Saw the podium interview and said, this is garbage. No. They probably thought, and, hey, that's pretty cool. And it's a cute and dog. About, and it's a cute dog. End. Come on. That's irrelevant. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. No, no. Nobody wants to see a little chihuahua up there. Nobody. JT, what if his dog was actually named Fly? Mm, that would be weird. That'd be a weird name for a dog. Um, really? Really? Yeah, I think so. You ever oh, seen a dog I, named Fly? I figured you'd be the first. Coin it. <laughs> there's Get no it going. And by the way, there's no, there's no chance I could hold Rocky up. Like I can. He's eighty pounds. I just I could not hold Rocky up like that. There, there's no no. There's you can't. No you just have to do it like a coin and jerk. Uh, I guess. Um. So all right. So none of and us have does that with Rocky. None of us have any problems here with the dog with Jay Coop and JT. What do you think of Jets? Jets criticism of it. Rather rich. Rather rich. <laughs> and to me, there seems like there's more there like it was a, yeah. a reason to take a shot at him i can't imagine the dog was the heart of the issue like clearly there are some hard feelings harbored and that was a, a reason to jump in that they couldn't have just been that i i do not believe that right well i took a screen like capture. if i don't oh. like somebody and i see something that's even questionable i'm going in right but if it's somebody i don't know or have zero against i'm not going to jump in on something like that it seems so benign like it doesn't why would you why would you do that when you are jet lawrence who has done things like that his entire career which is a very short career but he's been the guy in the hot tub he's been the guy with the donuts he's been that guy from day one so it's a a very strange take unless there is some underlying problem right right well i forgot about the interview in the hot tub with his team shirt on yes exactly (laughs) Teammate of the Lord's brothers. <laughs> and by the way, <laughs> Ralph, Ralph for sure hates that. I'm all about everything Jet Lawrence yeah, does also. Course, I think that's too. all awesome. Yeah. I'm just saying for him to be the one to right. call yes. somebody out. Right. Which just, it speaks to there is something else going on. There, yeah. there are hard feelings somewhere about something that would have spurred that on. Yeah. I thought it was great, but wait till you see the call on Wednesday with the with the text replies where, where it was probably 70-30 against it. So... Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. I, I just don't agree with right, that. That's right. fine, though. So. Huh, and Weege with the hot take that no one expected. He's fine with it and wants more dogs on the podiums. Well, I did not go that far. <laughs> don't put words in my mouth, Bill. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, well, we got lots to talk about. Uh, all right, Lakewood, 450s. Tomac's just another guy. He's just another guy. No, listen. How's he, he doing in the championship? He, uh, well, he's third, I think. Okay. Um, one of the guys that could win. Good, good ride for Eli. Obviously, uh, first moto, you know, worked up. He caught Osborne and passed them, which uh, you know, again, like it's Colorado, but people got to understand that he doesn't ride there all the time, and we've we've covered this over and over. But it is at altitude, which probably helps because that's where he trains. But him catching Osborne with the way Zach's been riding was a bit of a surprise. Good job for him on that to get to get third. And then uh, second moto catches and passes uh, AC, and then has some sort of clutch issue going on. And then Adam catches back up, and then you think like, "Oh boy!" And then uh, he recovers it and, and and pulls back out. And Adam almost has a 
a big one there. And uh, and actually, and Osborne got him uh, late. First moto, so. I, I don't think you can really draw a parallel in the first moto because Zach was in a lot of pain and really wasn't riding very hard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Tomac, don't don't take anything away from Tomac, but I don't want it to – I don't want – it to seem like Osborne was riding at his best in the first moto and just, yep. Yeah. Fourth and fading backwards was all he had. I mean, he was in, he was in a pretty rough spot there in the first moto. Yeah. Both motos, the ankle was bugging him, right? He got smashed. Well, he said, at least so. he was, yeah, yeah, he got smashed in the second turn. At least right. he was able to get some sort of pain relief before the second moto. The first yeah. moto was just, you know, it happened in the moto. Yep. Um, but yeah, so Tomac wins, wins his uh, second race of the year. And, um, you know, obviously him and Adam, uh, tied in, in the overall and, uh, Adam knew that, I think, when he was going after Zach in the second moto, obviously. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so I have a question. Yes. Do you think, uh, both of you, that um, – because I think it's pretty apparent that Tomax took some time off. I don't know if he'll ever admit that, but it, I don't know how you could argue against it at this mm-hmm. point. It just is kind of written all over his riding. Do you think he's kind of ridden his way back to form now? Like, it's been two months, and he's been racing week in and week out. You know, you kind of – race your way back to form that we saw in supercross that that's kind of what i'm seeing maybe well, it's just a, a false dawn you know maybe he struggles again this weekend but when you watch his riding he looks more and more like the eli tomac of 2019 2018 2017 etc no i wouldn't go there because no? okay. because he round he won uh round three right Road yeah, but it wasn't a dominant ah, but you know. I mean, Barsha was all over him. You know, like Barsha, I would argue Barsha was was even faster than him wow. in that moto. You know, Eli won, but to me, he looks—he didn't look like the old Eli Tomac at Ironman to me. He won the race, but he didn't look like the dominant Eli. When I watched him this weekend, he looked like the dominant Eli. He looked like the fastest guy on the track. He looked like the fittest guy on the track. Um, and I, I haven't really seen that much this season. I saw it in the second moto at, at WW Ranch, and then I saw it backed up two motos in a row um, this weekend in Colorado. So that's where I'm bringing that question from is it looks like he's built, he's built his way back into that form just by racing and practicing throughout the week. Weege. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that angle uh, before that he actually took too much time off. I, I think the first fear was that he didn't take enough time off and he was actually tired, but now, yeah, that he's getting stronger at the end, it would lead you to the other way around. Um, I'm just going to talk this up to we never really know anything for sure with Eli Tomac, and we never will. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of I'm on that side too because the first moto was more the same of 2020. Sexton and Adam, you know, he they had, he couldn't get him right, like didn't start with him, of course, but couldn't really get him. Um, so it was kind of the same, you know, whatever. Like the first moto was just 2020 Eli, and the second moto he was feeling it like 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 Jacksonville, right? Just just into and the it. First moto so. at Jacksonville. Same thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same thing. You, just got sixth. Yeah, just, so weird, right? I yeah. mean, so to me, I think these races are kind of the same. I don't. I wouldn't say he's better. He's just, you know. I mean, he's definitely better than he. He's been better the last two weeks than he was at like Redbud or Spring Creek. I don't know how you could argue against that. Well, but he won Indiana. I still go back to like this race. Yeah, was, you know, I mean, I'm just yes, like okay. he did, but he, then he had three rounds in a row where he was yeah. not even near the front. No, I think it goes back to what we we just you can just repeat what you just said. <laughs> we just don't really know. But I, having said that, and we've all agreed with this, like 20, 2021, whenever we start, he'll be back. This isn't, you know, he'll he'll be ready. So I'm not worried about that. I don't think anybody on this call is right. But so so when you say that he's going to be back, are you? 
taking the position that he took time off and was not as prepared as usual? Yeah, I don't know. I, I have I, I have the time off. I have you know the relaxing a little bit. They well, doesn't that's what he, time off is. Well, no, but I'm saying like doesn't relaxing mentally like doesn't have to win this thing. He's got that Supercross title and he's got a kid, right? So, and I think the weather helps everybody. I, I do think a little bit of this weather has been helping the other riders because he's such an animal. He's such a beast that when it's hot and shitty, you know, he he starts shining over these guys. So, I think it's a little bit of all of that, which we've talked about a few times. But um, Adam wasn't really bummed after the race, huh, Weege? I think he's trying really hard not to be. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think he's really told himself, this is the way I'm going to approach all of this. I'm going to not ride the highs too high and the lows too low. And I think he would naturally want to be bummed, but I think he is training himself mentally to not do it. Well, uh, so he was really big when he went 1-1 at uh, Spring Creek to say, like, just go back to work on Monday, treat it like any other race. And he said he's learned, you know, he's Adam's been around the top guys for probably longer than anyone, right? Like, he, he was riding at Baker's Factory around Villapoto when he was probably 12th, right? So he's seen this, and I think he's trying to convince himself. Do I believe deep down inside that he finished Moto2 and said, ah, I gave it everything I had, it's great? Hell no. But he's doing his best, I think, to convince himself because, look, if you're him and the ups and downs he's had in his career – you'd probably be a complete basket case at this point if you didn't try to approach it this way. So I don't believe it's all genuine. I think he's making himself feel that way, which is probably a good strategy. JT, when you go and interview these guys, and you know you don't do that as for your job, but like a guy like Adam, like he got caught and passed, right? And, and, mm-hmm. and was going to go 1-1 and was leading laps and he got third. You walk in there and you're like, oh, God, this guy's going to be so mad. Like, because this is what these level – this is the level – that these guys are at you, you just yeah. you when you're out front you don't get caught and pass that that doesn't happen so um you know but i mean you, you know you walk up and you're like so how do we feel <laughs> and adam was like yeah you know if you told me i this is the beginning of the year i'd take it and i'm I, for all the things that we just said and um yeah, so, yeah yeah i i think there's a lot to be said for that because you know if you in your first, you know, your 450 rookie season, he's leading races, he's winning motos, he's been consistent, he's in the battle for the championship, you know, he's second place in points. If you look at a big picture like that, what could you possibly be upset about? You know, okay, yeah, you want to win the race and all those things. You want to make, you want to make up big points and be in the championship run going into into Paulus. Sure, that's, that's obvious. But if you are able to take a step back, and I think he has people in his corner that help him with that, you have a lot to be excited about and very optimistic about, especially moving into 2021. You're going to get to hit a reset and be a contender in both series again. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And uh, so what is it? 24 points? 24? 25, yeah. I believe. I thought it was 24. Okay. I thought. I, thought, I thought it was 25. I could be wrong. Okay. So, yeah. If, that if, one if, point if, makes a big difference, though, only because, you know, it could tilt. This could be clinched in Moto 1 or not, which is a big difference. So we'll yeah. See. Yeah, that's why I was kind of going with it, right? Like, so Osborne, if Osborne has motivation, he or needs motivation, he's got motivation, but his motivation is to beat Adam. Just to, we could get eleventh and twelfth; it doesn't matter. I just got to beat Adam, right, for the most yep. part, and, and he gets the t- championship. So, yeah, it's twenty-four. My apologies. So yeah, it uh, it'll be uh, be interesting to see. But so Zacho four-two uh, on the day, and uh, the second moto, like you said, he, he got some help with that ankle and, and rode pretty well. Um, did not wear the LE gear for the races, JT. How do we feel about that? 
Um, it's fine. I mean, he was cooperative, you know, and you're battling a lot of things. You're battling He's teams and energy <laughs> drinks and yeah. Well, we have a lot of hoops to jump through to get that stuff on that particular team. And when you are, you factor in the points leader into that as well, it just makes things even more difficult. Um, so yeah, we, we are understanding and they did, he did run it at certain points throughout the day. So we'll take what we can get. What'd you think of it out there? The gear? Yeah. I really liked it, actually. Um, I'll be honest. Like Going back to the very origins of this project, it was a little bit outside of my typical range. Like I, I, I am not a fringe guy. Uh, but over time, it has grown on me, and, and it was received really, really well. I thought it popped really well on TV. So overall, it's been, uh, it's been really successful so far. Weegee, did you get a, did you get a mention in? I did. I did. It was almost making me – I think I almost went too far with the obvious plugs. But uh, I don't think anybody caught on, so we're good. Thanks, Weech. The next, that. The next yeah. time that it happens, you should plug it during the Mount Rushmore segment. Or during <laughs> the segment. Like during the middle of the segment. Just plug it then. What if we had their Mount Rushmore of gear? <laughs> there we go. The four best gear that. designs I've ever seen. Right, right. Steve, you would actually be, and JT, you probably as well, you guys would probably be more interested in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we had another Wyndham on the Mount Rushmore, which probably sent triggered JT just losing it again. We had another Wyndham on there, so it's, it's, yeah, Savachi. So yeah, for obvious reasons. Yeah. So there you go, JT. <laughs> yeah, for right. obvious reasons. Uh, Listen, it, it, it's getting it painted as I have something against Wyndham, which is not fair. It's just nobody's painting that, dude. Nobody of brain, nobody with brains is painting it that you have something against Wyndham. You, well, you said it. You said it. Okay. Well, um, you're giving people way too much credit, Steve. Yeah. Well, okay, but you yeah. cannot. And I do this. This is my this is my, my philosophy of all my media is I'm not going to kowtow to the people with no brains. Like I, I'm I'm just not going to do that. I, I can't I can appreciate that. I can't cover everything for people with brains and without brains. It's too wide of a spectrum for me to get in there. So I'm just going to go with people with brains. And if if you people don't don't have brains, the zombies have eaten your brains. Then I'm I can't help that. Like, I mean, we do have some Wyndham JT beef though. <laughs> We each speaking of that though. <laughs> no. Yeah, but that's who, nothing to do. Who with could forever? Else. Who could for? Who could forget the <laughs> the legends? No, don't race. even bring that up. I know the legends race, where <laughs> whatever. But but don't even bring that up because that's what gets me mad, right? Because JT, this is what will happen. Like someone will try to figure out oh, why would he say that. Like you're not saying it for any other reason no. except statistically, he's not one of the four best. Yeah, Wyndham has Listen, two. has two regional championships. Yeah, to me. To me, a premier class championship should be like a the qualifier. Like you shouldn't be in the conversation without that. And that's why I wouldn't even consider Damon Bradshaw in that talk either. And you know how I feel about that guy. It, right. it, to me, it's a non-starter if you don't even have a premier title. Okay, anyway. So um, Osborne third. Good job for Zacho, uh 4-2 on the day. And uh, he didn't like the track prep, I don't think. And, and a lot of guys didn't. Uh, Christian Craig did. It was Millville-ish. For sure, um, uh, it's way harder than Millville. Well, though. But I'm I understand saying what it you're wasn't saying in concept. It yeah. wasn't ripped and watered, and right. you know, and all of that. It was still because Lakewood can get really deep and ruddy and slot carish. Mm-hmm. Like it can get it can get pretty pretty gnarly that way, and and it just wasn't. It didn't get that way, and and, and so guys could move around a little bit, and and it's not Zacho's preference. And and honestly, like I said, when other guys talk to other guys, Troll Train was one of the guys I talked to too, and J Mart. They they. Yeah, they just didn't like it as much. Too too hard, you know. But I mean, I didn't. I didn't think it was one of the better 
Wakewood tracks. I thought the day was amazing, you know, event wise, but the track to me didn't look like it was, uh, it was all that much fun. Did you hear much about that Weege? Oh yeah, absolutely. And, uh, in the final 450 moto Langston and I were commenting on it quite a bit. Um, I mean, there were so many mistakes out there and I think it was because it's just so different than what these guys have gotten used to, what these guys prepare for. Uh, and I can't figure it out. Like I know what you're saying. It's not the same as Millville, but it's kind of the same issue. Yes. Right. Yeah. It wasn't as like wet and deep and watered as you're used to. And I don't know what that is. I mean, there's a million reasons. It could just be the weather's totally different for all these races. So they don't need to overwater it in the morning because it's not July level hot anymore. Uh, or, I, you know, I would think that some of these, these racetracks are never going to admit this, but it costs money to bring in the really good soil or sand or mulch or whatever you want to call it. And I wonder if they some of them don't want to do that i have I, not heard that at all i have um, i haven't either something but I, seems different i've really thought about that maybe manpower maybe dirt maybe whatever like they're not yeah. exactly killing it here you know so i had no yeah. idea i'm just going to give you an idea of a price tag on this this blows my mind at iron man it rained friday night right and that first practice was muddy mm-hmm. and uh jeff russell uh one of the track guys said hey see that big pile on the side of the track this is on saturday i'm like yeah he told me how much money that was, essentially, what they had pushed. And it was uh, the price of a car <laughs> level. Yeah. Of, like, stuff that they trucked in to make that dirt better, and then they had to push it all off. So when you think about that bill of what it takes to do it yeah. right, yeah, I, I have to wonder. I don't think a track owner is ever going to admit that. Right. Um, and I might be wrong. I, I, have no, I have no authority on this, but it just seems odd that it keeps ending up that way. I, but I what about they overwater because it's super hot, and maybe they're just like, we don't need to. Oh, whoops, maybe we should have anyway. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Um, but it definitely, it, 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 walking around the pits and talking to some guys, it definitely came to mind. You know, like people were like, eh, I don't know what's going on with this place, like a little bit. So for me. Well, I think what they don't like is when, when it doesn't have those ruts and bumps, everybody wants separation. Uh, and by the way, they also, I think, get a little bummed because if it's smoother, it's faster, which I don't think people necessarily like, you know, adding five more miles an hour of speed. I think some of the guys are uncomfortable with that. So that's the problem, I think, that you hear them complain about. I don't like the slot carness of Lakewood over the years. Like it's pretty bad. So, right. So you're you know. saying the other way isn't great either. Yeah, I mean, I, I, no, I, I was okay with this. I just heard it from riders. You know what I mean? Myself watching it, I'm like, yeah, this looks like a good track. You know, you can move around a little bit. And and in the past years, it's been so deep and slot carish. You just got to pick a rut and go. You know. So, um, Sexton, uh, anybody notice the second motos haven't been as strong? Millville, WW this week. I gotta go back and look at Redbud, but um, well, Red, well, we, the pressure, pressure of Stu got to him at Redbud too, but um, uh, yeah, like second motos, not quite as good, not quite as uh, the, frisky. The, the, the start was a part of that too, I think, though. No, the first moto, he first moto, he was second off the start. I yeah. think that affects his race quite a bit. If you're, if you're, to me, to ask him to move up from. You know, six, seven, eight, nine to the top three is asking a lot of a kid at his age and his experience level. But if you let him start with the top three and go when when he's with AC, I think that that makes it much easier for him. But I just wonder if he knows he doesn't have it. Three weeks in a row, we've seen it, and maybe he's a little winded, a little tired, not as fresh. Really? I don't know. I I, I'm, I'm just I don't know. I just this is just a theory uh, I'm throwing out. We've seen three weeks in a row where his second motos. You know, haven't been as good as the first motos, and and yes, See, I, starts I, are part of it, absolutely. But yeah. sometimes when you're on the line and you're like, you know, you don't really have the pace, you know. 
I when, e, when it's 60, oh. 65 degrees, you know, 68, whatever, and you're winding up the second moto and you don't feel like you have fitness, like, to me, that is not Chase it's, Sexton. To I mean, me. He's got fitness, just not maybe the elite fitness. I don't know. Just three weeks in a row. So, but he still rode well. Absolutely. Uh, this was Christian Craig's best race, huh, Weege? Yeah, that was really yeah. good. I mean, uh, I think the goal was to get top five. And he ended up getting fourth. So, I don't know. I mean, we've always figured he could do this, right? Yeah. So, there we go. I guess we shouldn't be – if we've been saying for years that this is what he could do, I guess we shouldn't be shocked when it actually does happen. The uh, the depth of the 450 right now in that second moto, by the way, too. We, we lost Savachi. Marsha crashed out. Baggett didn't line up. That helped a few guys out, too. But um, – but I mean, Christian still really I think good. crashed exactly where uh, AC nearly crashed or did crash. I think coming yep. out of that corner, Osborne almost crashed there too. Uh, okay, yeah. So then just happened to Barsha. Does anyone know what happened to Baggett? Why he didn't race? Uh, he has a hand issue. I don't know exactly what's going on, but uh, I don't know if it's the same problem he's been having for a very long time. But it was definitely hand related. It's oh, always related to that. No, I heard a little bit. He told uh, GL about it a little bit. Yeah, I think he's getting like. Or his fingers lock. Yeah, he's got a ligament where his fingers are coming off of the grip and he can't hold on. So I don't even know if he'll race this weekend, like if he if that's what's happening. Yeah, that's, like, yeah I was curious about that myself. Right. Like that's that's pretty gnarly. So uh great, great, great work for people who picked him in fantasy. So uh he was feeling frisky in practice, so you're like, Oh, look at him. Look at Baggett. Like he's on it, right? Um and, and he's yeah. won at this place before, so yeah. um anyway, so yeah, good job for, for Craig out there. Uh, he needs to get back to 250s right away. So right after Paul, get back down to 250s, Christian. Just, just get right back down. There. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, you act like he has a ton of options. The comforting, warm blanket of doing half the races. Comforting, warm blanket half the, of, of a of, really of, nice celery, a lot of bonus money. Yeah, it is a comfortable blanket. Uh, this is the hill Steve's going to die on. This is it. He just I hope always... He these mythical 450 offers that these guys never take. Guess what? Guess who didn't have 450 offers? Tim Ferry, Larry Ward, Nick Way. They had no offers either. Marty Davalos. They had he no. Can sign the same Marty's got some tether. Marty's, Marty's got some tether deal going. Ted Tedder's got some money. Like, like there comes. It's unbelievable. It comes. It's unbelievable that Marty is now being held up as the example of how you get out of that 250 well, class. No, it it's. You understand he. Literally, you know, he pointed out he has a Thank privateer you. ride. Thank you. He had to do it. He had no other option. When they have other but options, the point they pick is, the options. What, no, Tim, Ferry, uh, Tim Ferry didn't. Yes, he did. No, nah, yeah, right. He pointed out. Larry Ward. Okay, so thank you. Nick, Nick Way. Larry Ward. These dudes pointed out. They didn't point out. Nick Way didn't point out. Way did. No, he didn't. He did. Ask no, him. no, he didn't. He did. He could have stayed. That's why I remember it was a big deal. Because he had the one year at Yamaha Troy, and then he I remember he didn't qualify for a national, I think, and then he had pointed out, and it's like, what's he going to do? He probably had to deal yeah. with He had to move to the big class with a shit mechanic. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Listen, uh, let's move on. Marv, what happened Please. to Marv in the second moto? Does anybody know? I don't know. I would love the answer to that. He though. actually was in the lead at one point, and he got eighth, and it was bizarre. Weege, yeah. any idea? No, I don't. Um, I, his press release just said it's frustrating. Although I do know Marv has taken some hits. They actually told me they think the crash. He crashed. I don't know if we talked about this. He crashed down Mount Martin at Millville. Like, oh, I never saw that. Or I don't. No one saw it. Like, there's no footage of this. 
He said he came out of that corner yeah. and back end came around, then hooked, and then there he goes down the mountain. <laughs> um, so is there a chance that it's just finally caught up with him? I mean, right. like, that's like, two big hits two weeks in a row. Like Hampshire, right? Like Hampshire just, oh, yeah, just keeps piling Hampshire, up. Hampshire just pulled the pin. He's just like, I got to go. <laughs> like, how would he be able to ride so well at WWE Ranch and then a week later just like, oh, I have nothing? That doesn't make sense to me. I don't know. Don't don't guys get don't guys jack themselves on the day of the race and feel worse the day after? Like yeah, a day after, but we're talking about a week. Some something was going on there. Though he was terrible on the second moto. Yeah, yeah, not good. Uh, Anstey nine six. Good job for Mad Max. I talked to him after the race, and uh, uh, he just uh, really went on about his team. Just his his team is great. The bike is great. They're getting there. They're learning. Clark Jones is great. Dave Dye is great. Um, Twisted T is great. It's very exciting. Very, very happy. Very positive for Mad Max. And um, he also threw in there that Lewis Phillips told him that I wanted the team to keep A Ray instead of Mad Max. So that was that was awesome. Thank you, Lewis. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Mad Max is that true? I I don't I don't think I said uh, uh, I said they should have kept A Ray. Yeah. You know. I thought they should have kept A-Ray. So it's true or no? I don't think I said, like, instead of Mad Max. I just said they should have kept A-Ray. Like, I'm not like, hey, they, I, if they wanted to hire Mad Max and keep A-Ray, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I wasn't like it was an either or. I thought they should have It wasn't kept. going very well. I don't think you could argue it was going very well for A-Ray last year. Oh, it did all right. Um, anyway, so Mad Max, yeah. He was very excited after the race. Like I said, talked to him very positive about everything. So did you guys hear that McElrash signed with HEP? That was kind of a rumor going around. I don't know if it's done. I, I'm definitely hearing that like it's close or there's potential there, but I'm not sure. Is it done? Done? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just wondering if you guys. That's heard a big anymore. step for them. Uh, if they get him, yeah, that'd be surprising. It's a big though, step a little bit. for them, and it's a pretty big risk for. I don't say risk, but it's surprising to me because you would think that Macarath would be angling for some sort of factory support and maybe that's part of the deal maybe suzuki has ensured that he would have access to factory equipment yeah i cannot see mcelrath doing that without that guarantee wouldn't you when you do jgr right they're going to need a guy so yeah, i don't know yeah i, I can, the only thing i can tell you is that when i think of twisted t i think of mcelrath oh yes. yeah big party guy nash yep. made in heaven yep yep yeah, I would think he's just taking the safe route, as in grabbing the first contract. And, yeah, and by the way, again, I'm not. We don't even know if this is for sure, right? Yeah. But if it were to be, I would. I know from talking to J Bone over at JGR, they're not in a position yet where they're, you know, they think they're going to have stuff. Yeah. But if you're going with one team saying we might have something eventually, we're pretty sure we will, and yeah. one team offers you something right now, maybe you just take it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um. So, Benny Bloss, eighth overall. Benny's not going to Paula, so at least he ends his uh, season on a high note, JT. Yeah, it was good. I mean, we've seen the potential there all year. I mean, it's not like he hasn't been riding well. So, to see him finally put it together was, it seemed like a matter of time, even though it was Well, he put it together to... at Millville. He, this is about what he did at Millville, right? He did not get eighth overall at Millville, he didn't? that's for sure. Oh. No. No. Um, but yeah, he rode really well. I mean, even, even in the first moto, he crashed and was able to, uh, to catch up. And when I was watching him around the people that he was passing, there was no comparison. He was multiple seconds a lap faster. So I knew if he got any sort of decent start in the next, in the second moto, 
he was going to be around, you know, I mean, eight, nine, ten, eleven. He fell in Moto One and, and worked his way up from yeah, way back. Yeah, so, first yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was it was a good job for Benny. He got he got together with Bogle a little bit. Uh saw a, a Bloss Bogle battle again. Uh, Bogle got ninth overall. Weege again, like a little watered down. There's no doubt, but not to shit on Bogle's ninth. Good job for Bogle. Yeah, I don't know about the little the watered down. I mean, we've been saying all year the 450 class is pretty gnarly. Like, okay, so yeah, I guess no, if Baggett I just meant like that moto, right, like that moto, like yeah, Savachi, Baggett, I think Barsha. you're just seeing in general right. when his name is up there, say the start, it doesn't drop as drastically. And I bet if someone wants to go and look, you could probably – here's how you could tell. You could probably look at his distance to the lead. It's got to be significantly closer Yes. Uh, than was it when he was a straight-up lapper at the beginning of the year. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, so yep. good job. Uh, Fast Freddy did a, 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 a flip 30 feet out of the gate in Moto2. Yeah. yeah. How the hell? He did okay in the end. What, yeah, he 13th? got 13th. 13th. Yeah. Uh, that was some gnarly bar banging at the beginning. It, like, you could kind of see, you know, AC and Osborne, everybody's nice, everybody's cool. Right. But you did, I feel, start to see some of the championship intensity aggression with dudes cutting each other off out of the gate in Moto2. That's just what I think. How about AC start in Moto One? I just happened to be watching him, just and it was just like perfect, unbelievable, just perfect, like smoothness. Front tire probably four inches off the ground, straight. I was uh, I was about halfway down the start straight on mm-hmm. the side of the track, and he was an entire bike ahead of everyone. It, it, yeah, like his entire motorcycle was ahead of the next guy's front tire. It was it was amazing. Yeah, just just a perfect start, like anything you could want from a start, right? Um, Master Pool, Jake Master Pool, 10th. Yeah. Yep. Good job for Jake. Yeah. Yep. Solid. Yep. Uh, John Short showed up and he crashed on the first turn. Or, no, I don't even know what happened in first moto. Did his bike not start? Because he came up to start straight 20 seconds behind everybody else. So I don't know if his, he missed his gate. I don't know if his bike didn't start. I don't know if he was in neutral. Like, I don't know what happened. But, anyways, good I don't job. Either. First moto, first lap, he went from 40. 10 seconds, five sec, five to 10 seconds back of 39th all the way to 28th in one lap. John Short showing some raw, some raw speed out there. So uh, Grant Harlan, good job for Harlan with that 11th in the second moto. Hawaii last zone. John Short the last lap. Hawaii zone, Grant Harlan. Anyone in the crowd there thinking that that's still Andrew Short? Still, still oh. carrying the flag for their home state? Probably somebody being like Short Fly, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yep. he's, he's a Honda. On. He's a veteran. He's a veteran now. I don't know how old you think that guy is now. Oh, he's yeah. got to be forty. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, Still scoring points. <laughs> right, right. Yep. Him and Reed out there. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, Tickle had some bike issues in Moto Two right away, so DNF for him. And Barsha crashed out, so factory Yamaha, not so great. Uh, Teasdale was good. Um, Richard Taylor scoring some points in Moto Two. Mm-hmm. RT's kid. How many people think it's still Rich Taylor? Because apparently the vault does. Did you see that, Wage? Oh, no way. Yeah, I, I tweeted oh, it. Uh, somebody said the vault, Rich Taylor's, Richard Taylor's results are going under Rich Taylor in the vault right now, currently, right now. <laughs> Took a long time off. <laughs> it's coming back hot. Rich Taylor, everybody. <laughs> like, so. what are you talking, like 20 years in between? No, no, not too bad. Actually, RT, the old man, RT, looks like he raced in 98. That's uh, 22 years. That's 22 years, Steve. <laughs> God, where's time? Uh, where's time going? Artie, where's time uh, going these days? Cool. <laughs> I know you did a podcast with R- the the younger RT. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Uh, 
but I was talking to the dad RT on yep. Saturday about yep. you know how he was basically doing everything he could to discourage his son from racing, <laughs> and here we are. Yeah, yeah, and he's his mechanic too. So, and and, yeah. and, and I I went yeah. over to I picked him for Pulp Mix Fantasy. He crushed it, but uh, the dad Rich is like, I don't know, man. Even with me working on it, you're still gonna you're gonna trust him. I'm like, that's what the mechanic is saying. That's so, great, right? Um, what else? Uh, A Ray's exhaust fell off again. So that was last week. It fell off. It fell off at Glen Helen on a Wednesday when he was doing starts, and it fell off at Lakewood. Now Cowie's got an issue with with mufflers that are not rubber mounted. They break the tab off. So there is a a bit of an OEM issue there that the teams fix. You know. But having said that, Rod Bell's exhaust doesn't fall off, and neither does Jeremy Smith's. Just just A Ray's. Right. So. Uh, he also jacked his finger up really bad. Um, the middle one or which one? Pointer finger. Okay. Uh, what else? Kay uh, Clayson came back, JT. Yep. Not uh, <laughs> not the, the brightest return to, to moto I've ever seen. That's all right. He finished both motos. <laughs> he was not pulling off. He picked himself in Pulp Mix Fantasy. But he was tired. <laughs> he was very tired. Uh, Savachi, yeah, shitty, shitty day for Savachi. I was standing right there when he crashed in the first turn in practice. And then I guess that did his ankle in or something. So, boy, that's been a rough deal, huh, Weege? That, I mean, okay, Joey at Cowie, leading laps, podium spots, like, good starts, a guy in the mix, and just nothing this year. Obviously, the injury was bad, and he jumped in. So, I mean, obviously, there's lots of reasons, but... It has gone about as uh, poorly as you could picture it for Joey. I mean, is this not just the way things seem to always go for JGR? Like, come on. It's just like the hits keep coming, man. Yeah. The hits keep coming. Obviously, we all love those guys, yeah. but I'm just being honest here. No, I know. Well, listen, I, I was on Yamaha, and, and we had a lot of dark moments, and we had Chad Reed winning races, and, and they have Troll Train, and so that's what keeps them going. Okay. But that's true. Do you think Joey goes back there? Um, I think you're in a musical chairs level if they're the only two suitors for each other. Yes, but I don't think that. I think that would be the only reason. JT, we need a guy and you need a ride, but I don't think they're like in a warm, loving embrace. Like this is the greatest combination we've ever had. I don't think they're pumped on each other, right? Kind of exactly. whispers exactly. I hear, right? Okay. Yeah, um, but again, if they need a guy and he needs a ride, yeah. I, I'm not saying for sure this can't happen. JT, what do you think? I'm going to say no, but I don't have any real conviction. Yeah. It, just, it doesn't seem like it's working, uh, so I think maybe both of them will look to go just change something up. Do you move Troll Train to 450s to go after that title? Okay. I think he's right. the most likely candidate for it. Thank you. Um. Okay. Anything else on 450s? Yes. Oh. Uh, One of the rent, the dog podium thing. Yeah. And also, I cannot believe, but we have to have this discussion again. There are no team tactics for Team Kawasaki. Do not even think about this. Do not even think about this. Yeah, there was a little bit of social media stuff about that, like Eli and yeah. Okay, I I think what I've realized is what we know that other people don't. We have, you and I, Steve, maybe you a little bit, JT, have been subjected to maybe two dozen rants from <laughs> racing boss Bruce Sternstrom. I think that's probably on the low level. 
Okay, maybe maybe thirty plus yeah, yeah. rants about Marvin moving over for Dungey. I mean, it absolutely. Anderson disgusting. cleaning chat out. Oh, did he not like that either? No, no, no. Yeah, he didn't like that either. No. Okay. Uh, very, 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 very upset over Marv moving over for Dungey in New Jersey, 2017. And Eli Tomac is not a man of many words, but when he is provoked, he also will go off on this topic. He's done it in press conferences, et cetera, et cetera. Um, there is not going to be team tactics. And further, my proof is Kawasaki has won a lot of championships in the premier class over the last 30-some years. I want someone to show me where the team tactics were in route to any of those titles. Team tactics are overthought, oversaid, overrated. People remember like the four times it happens, and they forget the 732 other chances for it to happen, and it doesn't. And by the way, Sincerlo is down almost a full moto. Are they really throwing overall race? Is Tomac <laughs> throwing an overall race win away so his teammate could make up four points when he's down 24 yeah. in the next to last round? And, yeah, not even, it, last round, not even the last round. Not even last round. He had a clutch issue, and, and we kind of talked to a couple people, and, and he had something jammed in his clutch, and he did have some issues going on, and he figured it out, and he took off. He passed Cincerillo for the lead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, never then, mind that. Right, yeah, never mind issue, that. Which no. we heard it was dirt jammed in there, and it basically was just punching it. It appeared he knocked it out, and then he resumed his normal pace. I do not believe for one second. Right. Uh, and I know, oh, wait, they're going to say, ah, but he did the bunching. So they do use team <laughs> tactics. That's not what Kawasaki's mad about. They're saying the rule book says you can't use team tactics. There were no team tactics using the bunching. And Tomac says, I wouldn't have done that if KTM hadn't cheated us first. There was no so, bunching. There was no bunching. Sorry, there was no bunching. <laughs> I just, the yeah. the team tactics thing is it's just like predicting a mud race on a Tuesday. Like, just chill, everybody. Just chill. Just, they're going to race, and that's I, all. I thought you were going to get upset about that tweet. I think JT was on attached on it, too. Whereas if Osborne and Adam DNF <laughs> both motos and Tomac goes 1-1, he wins the title. Hey, all the more reason he shouldn't pull over then, right? Right, right. He's still racing for this championship. Uh, yeah, it's it's one of those. I mean, listen, uh, there's a lot of OEMs mad at the, at the Husky guys, and they're going to be even more upset with the gas gas thing, you know, when they come yeah. in. And, and uh, yeah, you know, what are you going to do, though? The, the KTM supporting the sport, and, and you know, they're, they're going to have some, some stuff happen, and, and maybe you don't like it. And I get it, and I get understand not liking it, but um, I guess I'm going off topic here, but. Anyways. Well, I'm just stating, right. look, yeah, I'm I know, not saying I whether I think it's right or wrong. I don't even have a problem with the team tactics. I'm just telling you, absolutely, mission statement, for sure, bold, italics, all capitals. That is not Kawasaki's way of going racing. It just isn't. Yeah. So uh, whether it's right or wrong, I'm just telling you, and, they aren't going to do that. And also, I could not believe how angry they were about the Marv Dungeon thing. And Peyton, Peyton over the years has not done it either. With his guys. Now, whether that's a Mitch Payton thing or a Cowie thing, I don't know, but he's right. never been a believer in that either, you know? So Yeah, they have not. Um, one time they got painted that way because the crazy Alessi step on the kill switch race, one of the many Alessi excuses was, oh, Mitch painted us in a corner. He was using team tactics to frustrate me. And everybody's like, WTF are you talking about? <laughs> like, it, it, I think Langston won the race that, that day, a it, different Kawasaki yeah, rider. It was like, no, 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 Mike, just everybody doesn't like you. They just happen to ride for, like, yeah. like that. that's what yeah. the team tactics are. Is, is yeah. Everybody doesn't like you in this class. So, yeah. It is true that Matt Walker pulled over. Right. After Mike took Tedesco out and then stood on his bike and held the kill switch. So, I guess at that point, yes, maybe teammates start doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, thank you to Fly Racing, flyracing.com. JT, can you still buy the LE gear? 
Like, can, can some, can. but I didn't know if it was sold out. Like, so you can get right it now. Okay. No, right. it, it won't last very long, but right. yes, it is available. All right. Go to your favorite dealer or favorite e-tailer, like the guys at Motorsport and uh, tell them you want the, uh, the lime gear, LE. It's Evo, right? JT's mint, Evo mint. one. Mint. Yeah. Mint. Yep. LE. And, uh, and go get it and uh, look, look like uh, Baggett and Bogle and Osborne in practice and all the other guys out there. So please check it out, flyracing.com. Uh, match it up with a formula helmet. Match it up with some boots, uh, some goggles, whatever you want from the folks at Fly Racing. Thank I have you. a question. Okay. Do we think there's going to be a, uh, a downturn in, in rider attendance for this last round? Notice how he throws in the question right after I get the fly read in each. I got that in, and then he's like, I got a question. Yeah, I can. I, okay. Business first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, business right. Exactly. <laughs> um, well, Benny Bloss won't be there. But everybody else, I mean, JT, they kind of live out here, right? I mean, obviously not everybody. but well, okay. I, I'm, I'm just looking at, you know, like, well, May's not going. Right. Will Barsha line up being, you know, after that big crash? Yeah. He Will tw- Baggett go after, you know, his injury? Right. Yeah, um, Barsha it, said he's pretty banged up, and he'll have to see on to- on social on his Instagram this morning, so. Um, no, I'm just, I'm just yeah. looking at uh, there that, you know, that's four guys right there that may not go. Could we see more of that? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I think we do, but then maybe Osborne, maybe but, Osborne won't ride because of his, uh, his foot. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> yes. he's out. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, RJ's out. Right. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, know, but, another. but then we'll get the SoCal locals lining up. Right. The guys that, no, I know yeah. I'm saying series regulars. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, there's still some ball, probably battles uh, for. Let me look in the points here. There's probably yeah, some the bat- Weimer Weimer Metcalf. That's battle. what I'm saying. Like, Raging. okay, we have a big one going on with uh, uh, Barsh's two two up on Baggett for sixth. That's probably on their minds. A lot of bonus money there. Yeah, we have uh, Tick is two points behind Savachi for tenth. Yep. Yep, that's huge. Uh, Bogle needs four points to pass Dino for 13th. I mean, that, if you want to talk about <laughs> nail biters. Just go down the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dean probably comes back out this weekend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, There's right. only one bonus that I know of. Troll train for third. Not looking good. Not looking nah, good. Nah, we'll bounce back. We're fine. Oh, okay. Uh, thank you to Renthal as well. Grab Life by the Bars, Renthal.com for more information. Uh, sprockets on there, of course, and, and gray grips. You know Renthal, like this is the ultimate JT in, in um, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? This is the ultimate in uh, a compliment. When you come out with a, you change the color of a grip from, it had been black for 100 years. You come out with a grip that's gray. And it, this is back in like, you know, whatever, when, early 90s or whenever Renthal came out with grips that are gray. And then other brands start making their grips gray because you've done such a good job of putting gray grips out. You know what I mean? Like they literally changed the game with grip color. Renthal. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're legacy type brand. Yeah. It's like that's what I'm core, saying. Like you or moto industry brand. You've literally made other companies be like, wait, we need to make gray grips when they just came up with gray grips. Why a gray grip? Nobody knows. Rental.com. Uh, Maxxis Tires as well. Justin Rodbell crushing it with Maxxis Tires out there. Uh, MXSTs uh, developed by Jeremy McGrath, of course. Great mountain bike tires. The Minion line is what I've been running on my intense tasers. And uh, Maxxis.com for more information. Like truck tires, UTV tires, that kind of stuff. And Weege, I think there's something else, I believe. Yes, Onyx Off-Road has, I cannot even believe this number, 400,000 plus miles of trails 
and roads, if you want to call them dirt roads or unimproved roads, uh, available. It's the number one off-road GPS apps. So you can access maps of trails, roads, open dates, and public lands. Go to onxmaps.com or onx off-road in the app store. And the best part to me is that you can download the map. So when you're riding or driving somewhere where you don't have service, you can still have the map. Do it. Do it. And also subscribe to Racer X Magazine. Uh, I did a, I didn't. Wow, no, I probably shouldn't. Can I talk about that podcast I did of the story I wrote? Uh, did wait, you, you did a podcast of the story? Yeah, did you know we're doing this? What, the one moto deal? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know you were doing a podcast about it. Well, I think it's available to subscribers only. Oh, you did the read of your story. Yeah. Yes, that would so, be subscribers only. Okay, yep. so there we go. So so you get a, a bonus yep. for subscribing to the magazine. I actually went back and read my story, and of course I added some extra stuff in there because that's what I do. Uh, so if you subscribe to the magazine, you will hear me read a, my feature story on One Moto Winners, and then I've added some extra information in there as well. Yeah, you can a- you can access that through the you know the website if you're like our website knows your subscribers when you log in to leave a comment or something like that, that login knows you're a subscriber. So if you are, then you can access audio and we pick one or two features every month to have the author read. So it's often Davey reading his story, or in this case, Steve Mathis, well-known podcast host, doing what he does. I would like to have JT read his Zwart Cross feature as well, please. Can we do that? Zwart Cross? Zwart Zwart Cross. Zwart Cross, yes. Yes, Yes. let's get JT to read that. JT, Is it going to be the part that I wrote or... (laughs) The other parts. <laughs> okay. Um, so and also, so subscribe to Racer X. Uh, it's Racer X online forward slash pulp. Thank you. Please do that. Do not put Weege in there. Do not. No, do it. Put pulp do in that. there. Thank you. Do that. Yes. Uh, so thanks to the sponsors of this show. Uh, let's go to two fifties, of course. Um, Jay Coop. Uh, I, I I've wondered what's been going on with him all year, right? Like he, sometimes you're like, okay, he came in hurt. His salt leg wasn't very good. He came in hurt. He's had some crashes. Get it. But his motors have been up and down where you're like, oh, he's fixed. Oh, wait, he's not. Like, Millville goes backwards. This is stuff we'd never seen from Coop before. Uh, he, the kid's win per- or podium percentage is, is phenomenal uh, until this year. But he turned it all around, JT. 2-1. Uh, got the starts. But let's talk about that for a second. Uh, I, I'm writing my column right now. And, and like, if you weren't on a Yamaha... Lakewood was a little harder for you, JT. There's just no denying that. Yeah, I think his I think his dog could have whole shotted. You you get yeah. his paws in the right place. Yep. Teach you know do a few tricks for the clutch, and yep. I think you have that dog running around the top five on the first lap. Right. I mean, come on. We're at elevation. The Yamaha's got a different air box where you know it's sucking air from the front of the bike, and and you need, you know you need max air pull at a tra- at elevation like that, and and. In the first qualifying practice when the track's super smooth, oh. they were one, two, three, five, six. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's uh, – J-Mart is biting his tongue. Like, it's bleed. Blood is pouring out of his mouth. And, and, <laughs> you know, he, but look, yeah. I mean, look at Fry. Uh, we had uh, Thrasher make his debut. They came flying into the first turn up there. Uh, Justin – Mitchell Falk, sorry. Mitchell Falk comes out of nowhere. Uh, he's been on a Honda for Supercross. Comes out of nowhere on a Yamaha and, and has his best ride. Now, obviously, look, it's not all due to the bike, but, you know, uh, you look at that. You look at the star guys, and, yeah, it's just it, it, their lives were made easier, JT. And not to take anything away from Cooper because he won the race, and but, you know, yeah. I mean, it's it's maybe the largest equipment advantage we've seen in decades uh, is, is 
Mitch's early four strokes. Okay. Yeah, I can. I could. Yeah, that's yep. a, that's over a decade. But yes, I, I will agree. You and your time. Um, like fifteen years ago. Like where you pull Matt Walker and Sorby and more Ryan Morris, like, gosh, <laughs> who wants the podium? Who wants it's the podium? <laughs> it was basically like a, uh, a speech for the USA. Send me your tired, your poor, your weak. Yes. And we will put them on the podium on a Mitch. hundred percent. Two video. Yeah. hundred percent. But, uh, but anyways, Justin Cooper, JT. No, great ride. I mean, that's really what we've expected from him all season. It's kind of been where, you know, Hey, Hey, Jay Coop, where you been? You're nice to see you again. Um, so you kind of wonder if it's just him finally back to form from, you know, the injury or, or was it the bike helping? But I think his, his, uh, his WW ranch ride was a little bit more evidence that he's rebounding from that injury. I think you'll see more of the same at Paula, a track they ride every single week. Uh, so riding like that, if he's healthy, uh, he's for mm. sure a title contender in 2021, maybe the title well, favorite. He's got a, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen to Paula, but like, yeah, when we do our prediction shows, Justin Cooper winning both championships is, is on the table. hundred percent. Yeah. For, for yeah. I, I think yeah. he could, you could make an argument for him being the favorite in both, both class or series uh, yeah. going into 2021. Yeah. Weege Ferrandis, uh, rode, rode hard, man. Uh, went down in moto two, uh, he made a mistake at one point, dropped, lost some spots. He rode really well. I saw J-Mart look – J-Mart was all over uh, Coop in the second moto and was going at it after him and could only – the only way he could get closer to Coop was by absolutely holding it on at the bottom of the hills at, at the top or of the hill. by being a dog. What's that? Or by being a dog. Yeah. Even a dog, yeah, he yeah, could yeah. get closer. Right. Um, and he looked over and Ferrandez was like sixth, and he was probably doing the math in his head. And, uh, and then next thing you know – there's Ferrandis in third. Like, that's just, yeah, that's where we're at. Yeah, it Great ride. finally yeah. ran out. Like, we had a run of decent starts for uh, Ferrandis, and he finally didn't get a good one. And I understand that Ferrandis and also DV, they always say, like, starts are overrated. You don't need whole shots. You just need to start toward the front. And with his speed, that's cool, and that's not incorrect. But the problem is you're just always at the risk of getting caught in someone else's stuff, and that's exactly what happened where Hunter Lawrence was not too happy with Hartraft just going right, 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 right <laughs> until he ran him out of racetrack. And Hunter said there was just no need for that. And it ended up getting Ferrandis, who had nothing to do with it uh, at all. So that's the real problem. It's Yes, Ferrandis is smart enough to make up for the bad start, but he cannot make up for if some crap happens because you're stuck back there, which is really probably the difference between him getting toward the front earlier. I mean, he did crash. So third was awesome. That's how good he is. Yeah. But, but that's like always taking risks. That's like what Zacco did in his 250 title year too, where like your endurance and your speed and you get shit happens and then you get a third, a fourth, like even yeah. though you're like eighth halfway through the race. You yes. know what I mean? You just you just get those dudes. So Right. So that's the thing. I think it makes it seem like we're fine and you can do that. You can. But right. nine times out of ten you can. And then yeah. one time out of ten you end up going down, and then it's yeah. worse, and it's not your fault. It was it was watching. Uh, it was neat watching J-Mart trying to attack Coop, just going for it, just oh. going for it. <laughs> don't you? Oh don't God, you that feel was like pulling the pin? Like uh, you know, days like Spring Creek, you know, Ferrandis bests him. That's a six point you know gain he puts on J-Mart, and then not being able to pass Justin Cooper in the second moto when you have the opportunity. Right, Ferrandis hits the deck. And you have this chance to go win the moto and maximize 
you know, the, the points gain and yeah. you can't get it done. Yeah. Like you look back over a series and you're like, there was a missed opportunity. There was a missed opportunity. There's another one. And that's, you know, that's how you end up losing a series. He was, you know, like I said, biting his tongue pretty hard with me. I talked to him after the race, and uh, I mean, he tried yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah, it's not like yeah. it wasn't no, a dude, lack of effort. He, was he just sending it. He probably saw yeah, God. Just like Spring Creek, yeah. same as Spring Creek. Right, right. You know, he was sending it there too, and it was just one percent, you know, off. Yeah. And that's that's all. Do it you takes guys? Sometimes. Do you think he's as good as ever? He says not, and I tend to agree with him. But what do you guys think? Is he as good as his championship I, years? I think it's um, it's not a fair comparison. Do I think he's riding as well? Yes. Do I think the level of competition has risen? I also think that's yes. Um, so I guess it depends on how you're asking the question. Is he as good as ever? I do okay. believe so, but I think everyone around him is better. Weege? Um, it's it's six and one half a dozen of the other. I think there were some things that were better then, but there are some things that are better now. He's actually a better starter now, oddly, on the Honda than he was on the Yamaha, but... I think around the rest of the track, the Yamaha had a huge advantage. And I think just his crazy level of fitness yeah. and just raw speed was better back then. But I think he's a better starter. He's smarter. He's more consistent. So, I don't know. Pick which one is more important. Uh, McElrath got fourth, 3-5 uh, on the day for him. Hunter Lawrence, he's back. Hunter's back. I mean, I guess he was winning motos last year, so maybe he's not back to that. But he was, he's was he been good the last couple of weeks. It's cool to see. Um, Hunter, Hunter's been a lot better, Weech. Yeah, there are a couple of guys, you know, I think we mentioned Bogle here starting to improve. There are a couple of guys I hadn't really thought much about the difference between nine races and 12, but you're going to have a few dudes that are like, man, season would look a whole lot different if I had three more races. Because you got to figure at this point, maybe Hunter gets a podium this weekend. But if there's four races to go, you can almost guarantee he's going to get one. And then that makes your whole yeah. season look different. So a little bit of a bummer probably for him that he's running out of time and he's probably had two races where he felt good. Jack goes 6-6 six, six on the day. Uh, Hunter gets fifth overall. Jack gets sixth. How many times has Hunter beat Jack? I don't think it's happened much, but they haven't raced much really either. Yeah, yeah. Um, Schmoda, JT? I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. He's been pretty solid. He's been right around the backside of the top ten more times than not, you know, the last month or so. Yeah, yeah. Um wonder what he's got going on. I heard uh, – yeah, he's been shopping, so a bit of that. Yeah, there's, a, there's a chance he stays. Do they have a title? Do we know? Are they well, it depends. Or? That's right. If they get the money they're looking for, he, I do believe he will be on that team again. Uh, but yep. that's not done for sure. Uh, Mitchell Harrison's been good. I, I wrote this in my column. By the way, Weege, I'm pretty much done with my column. So you can run it on Tuesday if you want. Whoa, Tuesday yeah. OBS is back? It, we're back. We were motivated yesterday, big time. Is this because of pressure from – a super fan out there whose name might sound like Schmack Schmosborn, who has been disappointed that <laughs> oh, he has to wait, wait till Wednesday. No, I totally forgot about that. But, yes, he thinks it should be a Tuesday column. I, yes. yes, he was applying pressure, I, this super I've, fan. I've never had a rider, like, demand. <laughs> Read it? Yeah. Oh. Well, I've never had a rider demand to be the written word needs to be out earlier. Yes, uh, it's very bizarre. <laughs> um, but, no. But, yeah. Um Mitchell Harrison, so I wrote this in my column, like, he literally got the ride two weeks before the opener, three weeks before the opener, whatever it was. Uh, I was at Glen Helen actually doing that Geico test when he was, uh, I think, his first official day on the bike. Uh, this is all you could want for a fill-in guy, Weege. If you're, if you're Mitch Payton, if you're Monster, if you're Cowie, like, he's not been winning, but he's been up front. 
at times, and he's in the top ten. And, yeah, Mitchell Harrison, good job. It is. This goes back to the same thing we were saying about Cincerulo, where it's like you have to have the perspective of, wait, he's just a rookie. Like, all of a sudden you're rating him on, can he win the title? And it's like, well, that wasn't supposed to be the standard. It just became the standard. And honestly, you could say that about Shimoda and Mumford here with Geico, where now it's like they're fighting for their lives to keep a factory ride. But it wasn't supposed to be that way. It was supposed to be their first year, and they got two or three years of a deal to figure it out. The perspective changed. And same thing with Harrison, and I'm sure he feels this way. I'm on pro circuit. If I want to earn the ride with the team, I got to be podiuming, and he's not doing that. But look, the idea that there's a guy sitting on the couch that's podium speed doesn't really make sense, right? If Mitchell Harrison was guaranteed to be a podium guy all the time, he would have had a ride here in the U.S., maybe for that team in the first place. So, yeah, I feel like for what you're getting or what you should expect, he's doing fine. I'm sure he wishes he could podium. So then Mitch would say, I've got to keep this guy for next year. But it's all the perspective of what is a reasonable standard. He's put the bike up front. He's been solid. That's what you're supposed to get from a replacement guy. Uh, Fry's ninth was good. Yamaha induced. Are we all in agreement on that a little bit? I mean, he's good. Like, you know, he's probably right around there. But 49 riders. 49 riders over there. Just we threw in another one. Yeah. New guy. Yeah, Nate Thrasher. <laughs> yeah. 10-15. Pretty good job. No, I'm sorry. 11-16 no, for Nate Thrasher. Good job for, for him. But how about that Schwartz kid? He got 10th in the first moto. Yeah, he rode really well. Right. Yeah. On a Suzuki, he beat Troll Train. Yeah, they had a good battle. He's Just, good, man. He's got speed. He was really fast at Loretta's. Yeah. Uh, beginning yeah. of the week, he was actually he, – he beat um, so, Gonzalez and uh, Styles. so the potential is there. So there's talk about him going back down to amateurs next year. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to Brooks. Larry Brooks is running that team, right? So, um, yeah. I'm not against that plan. They're, they're, they're kind of figuring that out. I don't think he wants to, but I think that, you know, Suzuki or him or, or Suzuki or Brooks or somebody is like, well, we should go back to amateurs. Because, of course, there's a new rule now where if you're an amateur, you can race pro races, but uh, it's okay. Don't worry about it. You can go back down. You don't need to be a pro. It's cool, man. Just try it out. We got that new rule. So, he's just trying it out. Um. Yeah, like who would have Schwartz beating Thrasher? Yeah, right. At their pro race debuts. I mean, oh, look, whatever. One guy went 10, 15. The other guy went 11, 16. So, they, you know, he was right there. It's not like it was a beatdown. But but on a Yamaha, Thrasher's on a star Yamaha. We got to give him an advantage yeah. on that. See, I don't know about that. Schwartz was a threat to win pro sport, and Thrasher was racing the B class. So when you put it into that context, it's really not that. Should star Yamaha have stolen or Schwartz like they took Thrasher and Fry then? It's not too late. Okay. All right. I'm sure they'll go over there and run across. Lance Langston will be running over there with some paperwork as we speak. (laughs) Hey, let's get Schwartz too. Hey, come on. I know you got a deal. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have a deal. We'll break it. It's fine. Uh Mitchell Falk, yeah. If anyone ever wants to say that uh, you have been nuzzled by anyone in the industry, no, yeah, it, it's thoughts it's, like that that will just prove it. It's disgusting. It's just disgusting what's going on behind the scenes. Just uh, You just I, called out the agent slash lawyer behind the scenes with all these deals that are going yeah, on. That yeah, is Steve, that yeah, is yeah, yeah. No, hey, you got a deal. And totally hey, saying whatever you feel like saying. I work with Bobby Reagan, and we're in bed together, and I'll get you out of that deal. Don't worry. Don't worry. We'll look at a loophole. We'll get you out of there. That, that signature doesn't mean anything. 
All right. Uh, Mitchell Falk, yeah. So he hasn't been in any outdoors, right? The last time we saw Mitchell Falk was Salt Lake, correct? Supercross? Uh, I guess so. I actually talked yeah. to him on Saturday, and I said I hadn't seen him in a while. And, right. yeah, I for, you're correct. The Nationals didn't start in the West this year, so I guess it was. I guess he thought I meant, you know, Salt Lake. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Uh, anybody know who Preston Kilroy is, and is he the fastest rider ever from Wyoming? He's on the same team as uh, Dylan Schwartz. So teammates there, uh, and they both made their uh, return, I guess, debuts or whatever. They race Loretta's, but, yep. yeah, Is same he team. the fastest rider from Wyoming ever? Can you think of any anybody else? Johnny Oler. We'll have to. I'll have to ask Oler. Okay. Yeah. JT, you got anything for Wyoming? I do not. I have nothing. All right. Okay. Derek Drake uh, lined up. Uh, he's not feeling well, and uh, he's probably not racing Paula. I would think. I don't know. Twentieth in Moto One. He's got mono ish. Something's going on, right, with Drake? He's got some sort of I don't issue. Know. I've heard. Yep. Seven different answers. Right. Right. Uh, RJ Hampshire crashed himself out, so he's done um, for the year. Uh, Mason Gonzalez, JT, do you have any comment on Speedy? Not a good day. Not a good day to pick Speedy Gonzalez for your fantasy team. I'll leave it there. I'm sure he didn't want to crash and hurt himself. <laughs> McAdoo broke some fingers, so he won't be a Paula either. Whackers. Whackers. You love that, JT. <laughs> you I just do. love that. It's my favorite nickname in moto. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stank Dog was probably very inspired to be at Thunder Valley. Twenty three, twenty one for Stank. It's a good. Uh, it's a good race for him. Yep. Yeah. Very happy to be there. I'm sure. Uh, all right. Very relaxed. Yeah. Relaxed day yeah. for him, but I'm yeah. sure happy to be there. A lot of people probably stop by his pit. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that it? Thunder Valley. We got one more. Championship predictions. For I like Ferrandis and Osborne. Really. Yep. I'll go right. Amart and Osborne. Okay. Wage? I'm sticking with Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> sticking with him. I like that. Yeah. I like that. By the way, I kind of – the first motor oh, of the year, man. One of the rumors, too, going around is, is Bobby Hewitt could be firing things back up. I don't know if you either one of you heard anything, but just is a rumor. Is he for Star? What? Is he going to ride for Star? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wage, you hear anything about that? No, that's the first I've heard this. Okay. Yeah, 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 maybe. I don't know what OEM. I don't know anything. I just that that's the rumor. Bobby Hewitt may be back with the team. So Wow. Okay. All right. I think the real winner here is people who thought uh or the real the real loser of this podcast is the people who thought that Weege would absolutely destroy Justin Cooper. That's what I think people came for. <laughs> I think they, they, they clicked on play to hear that and they didn't get it. So he's he's uh He's on Team Jet Lawrence, is what you're saying? He and Jet? Yeah, wow. Yeah. Why don't you post on your social, Weege? You should jump on there. Weege is gone. No? No, no, he's okay. gone. He's gone. Good uh, job. I'm back. Oh, yeah, he's back. I, uh, he's back. There he is. No, it's a lesson for America. Again, keep your personal opinions out of it. Respect what other people think. Wow. Work Got- together. Don't move apart. A lot of people like dogs. I understand. We're getting deep here. I like it. It's, it's a it's a life lesson from Weege. If you if you throw us a confirmation bias uh, take, it'll be just full circle for you. That's what I'm exact. That's exactly what I'm trying to avoid. That's right. <laughs> my opinion doesn't mean that everyone else should have my opinion. Did you say this on your crappy weed show? Steve show coming soon. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a, I'm gonna get a GoPro. I'm gonna walk around the pits. Bottom line. 
How many people oh, would just flip? How many people would just flip me off? Bottom line was amazing. Bottom line was great. It was. Yeah, we All right, let's end this. Yep. All right, we got it. Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Maxis and Onyx Maps and the folks at Renthal, of course. It's JT. That's uh, a Weege uh, covering uh, uh, everything that happened at Thunder Valley, and we'll see you next week. Thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And, and Magoo was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right, and right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think yeah. he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? Right. They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days. They're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The Working Class Hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled the pick and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the-